Hello, and welcome to the Chug LLP Immigration Weekly Podcast. Each week, we bring you updates and analysis on the latest in immigration news with a special focus on corporate immigration and mobility strategy. Thanks for joining us. Good day, everyone, and welcome to the Chug Firm Podcast. My name is Malu Marara. I am an attorney in the Reston, Virginia office of Chug LLP. I am joined by my colleague, Mr. Jagan Tamarisa, an immigration consultant and senior immigration team lead in our office. If you have any questions that you would like us to talk about on future podcasts, please do not hesitate to contact us at malu.mararang.chug.com. That's M-A-L-O-U.M-A-R-A-R-A-N-G at C-H-U-G-H dot com or at jagantamirisa at chug.com. That's J-A-G-A-N dot T-A-M-I-R-I. Essay at chug.com. Jagan, I hope you're having a good short work week so far. We certainly have been breezing through 2020 very quickly. For our first podcast, let's talk about significant developments we've seen in immigration from January to August of this year. Can you give us a recap of the latest and greatest since January? Thank you so much, Malu. Um, let me uh, recap three important developments that have recently taken place. And um, uh, I'll try to give you as much information as I can. The first uh, development is the uh, Department of Homeland Security had just um, uh, requested the Office of Management and Budget to clear a regulation to toughen H-1B eligibility criteria and impose new obligations on the H-1B employers. This rule, uh, which is still a proposed rule, may come in as interim final rule without any opportunity for the public or stakeholders to comment on it. The contents of the rule remain confidential until release for publication, but it is expected to include a revised definition of H-1B speciality occupation and a likely restriction of off-site placement of H-1B workers. The next step is for the office and management budget uh, to review the uh, rule and clear it for publication. It may be just a few days time from now. The second uh, development is uh, USCIS has averted a furlough through September 30, 2020 uh, of this year. So recently, uh, USCIS announced that they may start scheduling furlough since August 30, but since the uh, spike in filing has happened since June uh, 2020, uh, USCIS announced they don't need to furlough its employees through September 30th, which means there has been an increase in collection of fees. Uh, we are, however, seeing an increased uh, case processing backlogs and wait time, especially for individuals who file Form I-539 application to change or extend status, and those who file EAD applications that's because most of these applications require collection of biometrics, and this has not happened so far. So please be uh, expecting an increased processing time and adjudication backlogs. Things may actually get delayed further if there is an RFE in the case. The third and the final uh, change that um, is expected to happen is DHS or Department of Homeland Security proposed to expand the biometric collection. Uh, this is also a proposed rule, and uh, what DHS wants to do is require foreign nationals, including all non-immigrant workers like HL, 
and the employers and the uh, authorized signatories, sponsors and beneficiaries to provide periodic biometrics and be subject to screening and vetting throughout their stay in the US until they become US citizens. Those uh, subject, uh, like I said, includes petitioners, employers, authorized signatories, sponsors and beneficiaries. The rule will also eliminate age limits, meaning even a baby must be uh, providing biometrics. The rule is uh, scheduled to be published on September 11th in, on the Federal Register, and the uh, agency will accept comments uh, for 30 days after that. It still remains to be seen if this rule will be challenged in court due to its very broad coverage. Uh, back to you, Malu. Uh, what news do you have from your side? Thanks so much, Jagan. That's very um, informative. It, we're very glad that the furlough is not happening, but we'll certainly be on the lookout for that H-1B um, toughening, the H-1B eligibility criteria. So throughout our survey of the latest in immigration, and this is a good jump off point on the backlogs that you had mentioned, USCIS has recently announced that employers are able to use employment authorization document approval notices or the EAD approval notice um, from on or after December 1, 2019 through August 2020 to update the Form I-9 employment eligibility verification and show continued work authorization. USCIS has indicated that due to the extraordinary and unprecedented COVID-19 public health emergency, the production of certain EAD cards is delayed. Given the delay in EAD production through December 1, 2020, employers may accept the EAD approval notice as a list C document when establishing employment verification in the I-9 process. For employment authorization to continue, however, after December 1, 2020, employers must re-verify employees with new evidence of employment authorization. So another big update is the second H-1B lottery drawing so this comes as a surprise uh, when it uh, what came out around mid-month, uh, last month. USCIS began notifying employers and their immigration counsel of the results of a second selection lottery for the fiscal year 2021 H-1B cap. Employers whose H-1B registrations are selected in the second drawing will have from August 17 to November 16, 2020 to submit their H-1B cap petition. And lastly, one of the most significant recent developments is the upcoming fee increase announced by USCIS in July 31, which will take effect on October 2, 2020. So unlike most government agencies, USCIS is fee-funded. Fees collected by USCIS fund nearly 90, 97% of its budget. Starting October 2, there will be a lot of changes to USCIS filing fees. Fees are increasing by a weighted average is about 20% which USCIS said will help to recover its operational costs. According to USCIS, its current fee structure leaves it underfunded by about a billion dollars per year. For instance, come October 2, there will be different filing fee rates for Form I-129 petition for a non-immigrant worker. For Form I-129 is what is used to file for H-1B, L-1, O-1, and other types of non-immigrant visa worthy visa classifications. For example, the basic H-1B filing fee will be increasing from $460 to $555. L-1 petition filing will be increasing from $460 to $805, and O-1 petitions will increase from $460 to 
Uh, those applying for green cards through the adjustment of status application will also be impacted. Uh, the adjustment status application fee is actually decreasing by $10, but if the applicant will be applying for an, an employment, uh, employment authorization document or EAD work card and an advanced parole as benefits of having a pending adjustment of status, the applicant will have to pay separate filing fees for those EAD and AP benefits. Currently, you can file an I-45 with EAD and AP applications and only have to pay the I-45 filing fee. The EAD and AP are free. However, this will be changing soon, resulting to additional fees of 550 for the EAD and 590 for the advanced parole. Naturalization applications will also see a significant increase, bumping up the filing fee from 640 to 1170 those applicants who are filing um, online will see a $10 discount. So there are a lot of other fee changes starting on October 2, so please check with us or your immigration counsel to ensure that the correct fees are filed with your applications or petitions. Thank you, Malu, for the recapping those updates. There's a significant changes in the fees and it's, create, it's going to create a lot of havoc. Um, so as immigration practitioners, uh, so we really have to keep monitoring these developments always, right? Yes, we are certainly keeping us on our toes. All right, Malu, thank you so much. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we'll come back with further updates in the later session. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Chug LLP Immigration Weekly Podcast. Chug LLP is a leading full-service immigration, legal, and tax firm serving businesses worldwide. To stay up to date on the most current immigration news and to learn more about our immigration services, please visit our website at www.chugh.com. This podcast is for general informational purposes only and is current on the date of publication. This podcast does not constitute legal advice. Listening to this podcast or viewing any other material provided by Chug LLP does not create an attorney-client relationship. Information should be independently verified. Please speak to your experienced Chug LLP professional for answers to your case-specific questions.